it's eight o'clock. It's time for Fantastics Comedy Clubhouse here on Yuki Radio. I know, it's some exciting shit. Everybody's pouring in the door. Amazing stuff, so excited here. It's Friday night, it's eight o'clock. Every Friday we do Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. It's a great time. We've got the treats. I made the, I made the treats, you guys, yesterday. I made the salted caramels. Really proud of these ones. They, they feel, they taste, they feel great. <laughs> they feel so great. Uh, I love them. I love you guys all for being here. This is exciting. Uh, it's it's uh, the theme of tonight's show is all I want for Xmas is comedy or Hanukkah. I mean, I don't want to like I want to say all people we can celebrate your uh, proclivities. I don't celebrate any of this bullshit. I don't care. Uh, my family hates me, so I'm like, oh yeah. Well, is, is anybody else's parents not proud of them? Anyone? Yeah. I'm 42 years old. I shouldn't care that my parents aren't proud of me. It shouldn't matter anymore. Uh, but it, that's cool. It's a, you know, it's a respect thing. And they didn't even vote for Trump. I was so happy that my father, he's never voted Democrat in his entire life, and he, he actually voted for Hillary. It was a big moment, I know. It was a big moment. I felt like he really turned a corner. And it was so strange to me, because I was like, wow, he did that. But the, the rest of the country, I learned a valuable lesson uh, this November, and that's that some people hate black people. Uh, but everybody hates women. It's, it's just the way it is. No, we can't. No one's ready for a lady in the White House. I get it. We're too strong. We're too good. It's fine. Like, I got it. Women can create babies. It means we're better than you. You just can't have us putting it in your face all the time. How much better we are than you. You can't actually have a president and be like, oh, my God, she's more powerful than me. That must make every man cringe. Like, there's a woman that's more powerful than me. They just, you know, sometimes just... You want to, I know some people want to waterboard Hillary. It, that wasn't fair. That wasn't, you just want to hold a bitch down and make her submit. Just not, we just shouldn't do it like that, you know? It's, I know. I'm a, I'm a feminist. It's rough. Uh, how many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? Hold on. Let me uh, slap my dick out of this feminist mouth and we'll ask her. That's, I know. I don't know why that joke works. I'm like, I, it works because I'm a feminist, I guess. I don't know. Something about dicks in the mouth that makes everybody laugh every time. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a knock, knock. Feminism. I get my own fucking door, thanks. It's like the precept of feminism. I can, I can knock, knock, get my own fucking door. Thank you very much. I don't want to be a feminist, you guys. I don't want to. I don't want to have to think about reproductive rights and whether I'm a 42-year-old woman that hasn't had a baby because I like to drink on Tuesdays, you know, at like 10 a.m. Why, yeah, why don't I have a baby? Because I like to drink sometimes at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday. I start like, I don't drink whiskey after dark. That's because I drink whiskey during the day. <laughs> you see? You start with the whiskey and the coffee, and then you go whiskey, water, color, or apple juice. I know apple juice is a kid's drink, but not when it's whiskey. <laughs> you see? It's not. The thing is, you just don't have children around, and everything's fine. It's okay. That's why I've chosen not to have children, because I love alcohol. Uh, I think that's a fair choice. I also, I'm a responsible adult. I don't drive a car. Why? Because I love alcohol. Okay? I got that DUI. I got that first DUI. And I went to those classes, and they said, tell us your plan. 
How are you never going to get another DUI? And like the star student that I am, I raised my hand like this and I raved it around and they said, Pam, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm never going to drive again. <laughs> and the teacher said, Pam is the only one with a solid plan. I'm going to see every single one of you guys are like, well, I'm only going to drink three beers and then I'm moving to PBR and I'm going to get a speed dial. I'll have the 333 taxi. He's like, I'll see, I'll see you in three months, man. I'll see you. You're going to get another DUI crossing the bridge like everybody does, thinking they're making it to Berkeley. You're almost there. You're almost to Oakland. No, no, you have to go back to San Francisco to pay all your fines and do all your DUI classes. I met all these people. I'm telling you, just don't. I'm a responsible adult. I'm never going to drive again yay but the whole government is you know still inside my uterus I I was like ow I had a really painful period why does it hurt so badly and that's because the Supreme Court has such voluminous robes and benches and they're all inside my uterus do you see they're making choices for me and my body can't do it not a good idea I'm 42 years old I'm still of childbearing age none of you want me to have a child <laughs> This is real. You don't want me to have a kid. Because if I do, I'm going to need to buy some new tools. Uh, I, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to buy a drill so I can drill some holes in my boyfriend's trunk so the baby can breathe while we're hanging out at the bar. <laughs> See, I'm a nanny. I get paid to hang out with other people's children for money. I don't understand why people have children. Like, you don't get paid to hang out with them. What are you doing? I can't afford... I'm still gonna go to the bar, but I can't afford a nanny, so I'm going to put it in the trunk with a sleeping bag. Do you see? It's a safe, warm place for the baby. Air, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> don't, can we not, I really don't wanna have a baby. I shouldn't ever have a baby. Uh, if you make me have a baby, it's gonna be six, and then it's gonna be first grade, or it's gonna be held back, so it'll still be kindergarten. And uh, the teacher's gonna call me in from one of those parent-teacher conferences and say, um, your child said you love alcohol more than it. And then I have to say, this is a sippy cup filled with vodka, you dumb bitch. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to be, I don't want to be here. What's wrong with you? Uh, and then finally, this imaginary child turns 12 and starts doing ketamine. And I'm like, who's your dealer? <laughs> we, can go, we can go to Burning Man together. I am so excited to finally get to know you <laughs> as a person. We can like lay together on the playa in a K-hole. I just, I feel like we're really gonna connect. It's gonna be really awesome. Uh, and then this thing turns 15 and it teaches me, if you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. And I'm like, good point! Smart child, I love you! You know, just for a second. And then when it turns 17, I don't love this child. At 17, it finally, it finally dies, right? It has this huge speedball overdose, so sad, so much heroin, so much cocaine, such a waste, right? And it dies, bleh. And I'm like, 17 years. It's a 17-year late-term abortion. That is the latest late-term abortion I could possibly have. It was not my choice, America, to put that child through rehab four times. That was your choice, okay? I didn't want to waste the resources. Happy Christmas. What are you guys <laughs> buying your kids for Christmas? You give those kids a candy cane, shut them mouths up. Put a candy cane in their mouth so they'll shut the fuck up. That's what you do to kids. Get them ice skates on. Get some candy cane in their mouth. Yeah. Children. Uh, I, don't, I don't want any. Uh, for Christmas, but all I want for Christmas, 
All I want for Christmas is for Melania Trump to have something to say that she actually comes up with in her own brain that like isn't, you know, from a transcript of Oprah or Michelle Obama. Uh, I'm going to miss Michelle a lot, you guys. I'm really sad about the loss of Michelle in the White House. I feel like she was an incredible first lady. She was charismatic, fun, and I felt like I could relate to her even though she had kids and she loved them, but whatever. I really like was into what she was doing and she had a thing. She was like, okay kids, I love all the kids. We don't want like diabetes. We don't want kids, the obesity problem is huge. Let's make kids work out. They're gonna make them do stuff. I was really behind her like first lady thing. Like a first lady, they all need a thing. So I've been thinking like, what's Melania's thing gonna be? And I feel like her thing, she's gonna pick right where Michelle left off because she understands that uh, no one ever listens to fat kids. <laughs> so she's, <laughs> right? Because, well, that's the thing, is that what we've learned from Melania Trump is that, um, you know, you have to be skinny and pretty for anybody to listen to you. I mean, that's, well, she's the third wife, right? Like, I mean, at least she's staying young. I don't know what happened. Anyway, she's gonna keep kids skinny. And I think in a different way, she's gonna really be uh, getting behind bulimia because it's a really awesome thing for the economy. You eat four times as much food so that's a, such a stimulus, right? It's gonna help the economy a lot. And then also she's gonna become an amazing environmentali environmentalist because she's gonna teach the kids to vomit into the composting <laughs> so that we can use the compost to make you know, more vegetables. And you might say, oh wait, but that has like acid in it and that like the, we have to change the pH or something, uh, and to that I say um, something in Slovakian. <laughs> like, I don't know what it, <laughs> what is Slovenian. Slovenian, Slovakian, I'm an American. I don't know where anything is. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? There's a country called Slovenia? <laughs> I thought it was called Slovakia. No, that's Yugoslavia. That's not a place anymore, right? Okay. <laughs> now it's like four countries. It's like Croatia, Serbia. See, I know some things. I'm not that American. Uh, yay, the future is scary. Like, if I don't know anything, man, these 10-year-olds, what do they tell you on your iPhone? I had a 10-year-old ask me the other day that I was hanging out with. She was like, Pam, I know um, you have a dumb phone and you're not like a real person, but what if you were like a real person and you had a smartphone? Would you get the Musical.ly app? You guys know what Musical.ly is. It's this thing where you, it takes songs and it slows it down and then you film yourself in slow motion because you're a narcissist. Now she's 10 and she has 78 followers. And I was like, who are these people? She's like, I don't know. And I'm like, who's watching a 10 year old doing like, like she's not even showing any nipple. <laughs> like what's happening? I'm like, how do you have 78 followers? So she asked me, Nanny Pammy, why do you not, why wouldn't you get Musical.ly? And I'm like, Nobody wants to watch a 42-year-old woman like lip sync to Shania Twain. Like that just doesn't make any sense if I'm not showing any nip, do you see? Like it just, like what? I don't, and I don't want to do that. Just saying, I didn't, know, I didn't know how to tell her that the music, I don't, none of you know, look it up you guys. You can, you can slow motion yourself to lip syncing and you can make yourself look cool. You can make your cat lip sync too. That's what I was excited about. I was like, the only reason to get it is that I would like put the phone in front of my cat and make him be a star. <laughs> you guys don't understand how special my cat is. All right. I'm a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. Like I want to take my cat and I want to shave him and I want to knit a sweater out of his fur and then I want to make him wear it. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of crazy cat lady I am. 
All I want for Christmas is a sweater made out of my own cat's fur. We're going to wear matching. <laughs> I'll knit a sweater out of my hair and make him wear it. And I'll knit a sweater out of his fur and I'll wear it. And then it'll be like it's always supposed to have been. Me and Spike together forever. <laughs> We're going to end this nonsense. I love my cat so much. I'll leave you guys with this. I love my cat so much that I don't buy him $1.50 cans of cat food anymore. I go to the fish store and I buy two pounds of fish remnants for $2. And then I boil it and I make, I make salmon jello. I'm not fucking with you. I really make my cat salmon jello out of the bones of fish. And I feed it to him every morning and he loves it so much. I make, do you understand how much I love my cat? No one understands. I, I, if, if I put salt in it, it would be human grade. Like, that's how good this shit is. No salt. I care about my cat's future. All right. I care about our future here. Cause so we're going to sing a song. And if you know how it goes, sing along with me. M-U-T-I-N-Y. Comedy Clubhouse. Comedy. Comedy. Together we will bring our jokes up high. High, high, high. Also, we could smoke pot inside tonight because I made that ubiquitous decision because it's Christmas time. <coughs> M-U-T-I-N-Y, Comedy Clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yay! So again, if we can pass the bowls around. It's absolutely fine. It's Christmas time. It's all good. You guys should be super excited for your first comedian. Uh, he is hilarious. He's all the way from Sacramento. No? Am I lying about you? No, he's not from Sacramento. You're local. I went to Sacramento once. He went to Sacramento once. He's going to make you laugh. You guys are going to love him. Everybody put your hands together for Mo Gordon. How's everybody doing? Oh, man. This place is lovely. This place is, looks like my dorm room in college. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Oh, shit. What should we talk about today? Uh, I don't know, you know? You guys are tired of the election jokes, right? No. Right? Yeah, they've all been done, right? I don't want to talk about that. Let's not. It's already a joke itself. We don't want to get into that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I recently just had a baby. No, 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 wait, no, no, no. Uh, I just like, I just like had a baby like in my possession. Like that's not, that's not, it's worth 17 seconds of my life, man. Don't ever. <laughs> no, man, you get your girl pregnant, you're stuck in that situation for 18, 19 months at least. <laughs> at least. Uh. Let's see here, I uh, recently just found out that Samoans don't like being called Hawaiians. I found that out the hard way, I did, yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're in Puerto Rico, that's fucking. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, uh, I don't know, all I want for Christmas is, all I want for Christmas is just some, just some vagina that I can go inside of without using a condom, basically. That's pretty much virtually it. Because that's hard to find, is it not? It's pretty scary out there, you know? STDs is like catching a cold. 
Fucking. Uh, let's see here. Ah, uh, I just had sex with my first uh, pregnant woman. That's yeah. that was pretty weird. Yeah. I know. I'm gonna scratch that off my bucket list. Finally. I'm also scratch off having a threesome because I just I don't know really if I'm gonna get there eventually. So you guys didn't because there was there's three people in the room at the time. I don't know. It's all right. It's like it, it's like slow. It's like a time release joke. Like <laughs> it's like Adderall. You gotta break it open and snort it usually. Um, uh, let's see here. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of scared where the, the the direction the world's going. Pretty much, it's just a it's going to a scary place, man. I kind of feel like we're going into the Hunger Games right now, kind of in a way, you know? Because you got like these borderline dictators about to run the country, with shitty fashion and hair, <laughs> and um, you know, they're murdering the impoverished by the numbers right now, you know. Uh, I'm just waiting for, you know, a 5'3 white girl with a bow and arrow to come save the day, pretty much. <laughs> oh, man. This place is lovely, actually. Shoot a snuff film in here. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know, man. Um, times are rough for me right now. I quit my job to do this, and yeah, I did. <laughs> I fucking did. Just tonight, I did, yeah. I did. I had to work tonight, and I was like, no, I'm fucking I'm going to 21st Street. Fuck you. <laughs> no, I did. I worked at the post office for about eight years or so, you know, and, and one day I was like, you know, either I need to tell jokes or I'm going to shoot somebody in the face, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much it. <laughs> I mean, you don't understand going postal until you're about to go postal, pretty much. Yeah. Then you're like, ah, I get it. Yeah, all right. Um, I don't know. It's just it, it's a rough patch for me right now because it's just it. It's a bumpy road. It's a bumpy road, man. And it's I'm basically living out of my car pretty much, and I mean my car is at my house, but like <laughs> just all my shits in it, and like I just haven't. It's got a flat, and I just haven't gone anywhere yet. That's pretty much it. Um, that wasn't really a joke. That's like real shit. Please don't laugh <laughs> at that. Like that's like real life stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a rough patch for me right now. It's a it was tough for me to get to get to this point of doing comedy because you know it takes a lot of balls to get in front of a room full of people and make them laugh. You know, or you think you're funny, but everybody tells you you're funny, and then you get up there, and then nobody laughs, and then you either want to like jump off a bridge or go back to your job at the post office and shoot somebody in the face, pretty much. That's <laughs> so I'm kind of like in a limbo right now. That's pretty much all right. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. It's fucking, I'm just fucking stressed. Stressed out, bills, you know. I. Uh, it's fucking weird. It's a weird time, man. Um, but yeah, politics have me in a weird, like they're not really that, it's not, I don't know, what, what is the matter with what's going on right now, guys? Honestly, with, with politics. Like is it really that, what has changed? If you really wanna think about it. Honestly, old rich white guys are running the country. It's pretty much, 
<laughs> That's pretty much what's been going on since the beginning of fucking America, right? Basically, I mean, it's pretty much where it's at. And I, I, I mean, I'm not terrified because I mean, <laughs> at all. I mean, I'm not. I just fucking, I don't live in Mexico and I don't have a vagina, so I really don't. I'm really not worried about it at all, really. Um, but it's, uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a rough time. It's a rough time, but we'll get through it because it's America, and we always figure out a way to get through it. And <laughs> apparently he doesn't think so. You don't think so, man? Right? That makes sense. Right? It makes sense, right? We're going to figure out a way to get through it, right? Why not? I mean... <laughs> We have no choice, exactly. right? Yeah. Unless Cagnus Everdeen shows up with her bow and arrows. <laughs> like basically, like we have no choice. That's it. But it's a, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really, I don't, I don't know. I'm just not really. <laughs> I haven't even said a joke yet. That's the funny thing about it. I'm just up here just rambling on. I went to a bar before I got here, and had too many drinks, yeah. and came here, and then. No such thing as too many drinks? No, it's not. <laughs> not at all. Unless I'm about to go to work and shoot everybody in the face. And then it's fucking. Don't tell anybody I said that, because, like, <laughs> like, seriously. Because I'm on, like, watch right now. And they don't fucking. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, but it's a. It's only. I know. Oh, man. It's only. Right, well, then fuck it then. It's a good thing my real name isn't Mo, right? <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, it's a, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm searching, like I'm out there dating. Dating. Everybody like, uh, dating isn't as hard as everybody makes it out to be. It's not. Like, you know what's hard is being in a relationship. Because you care, right? When you're dating, you don't give a fuck about what the other person cares or thinks or anything, you know? And that's that's where I'm at, and that's fun, for one. Because I can just like go to the bathroom and bail on a date and leave her with the tab at any point in time. <laughs> and not care, because first of all, she thinks my name is Mo. That's first, right, you know? And I mean, <laughs> oh, this is, what am I talking about, dude? Fuck. I went to college. What the fuck am I doing <laughs> in my life, dude? Fucking jeez. Um, but yeah, like I'm out there dating. I just uh, I just recently tried speed dating, and that was uh, that was kind of fun. Anybody here tried speed dating before? Anybody? No, no. It's it's fun. It wasn't bad. It's kind of hard to get to know somebody when you're that high, though. You know, it's just. <laughs> I just ended up fixing every wobbly table in the whole restaurant. <laughs> then I recently, uh, I tried my hand at older, older ladies, eventually. Uh, I tried my hand at older ladies. I, I like, and they were cool. I like older ladies because, you know, they're more mature. You get like discounts at Denny's and shit. And like, it's, I like, and they're, they're fun, you know, and all. But, um, I made a mistake one day is uh, she asked me to get something out of her purse. Like, have you ever gone through an older lady's purse? It's like running your hands through a fucking transient junk drawer, man. She had all kinds of shit in there, man. Mini toolkit, flashlight, cup of noodles. It's fucking, why, 
Why is every older lady prayer to get lost in the mountains, man? Is that like, is that something that happens when you're eat, pray, love, quest, or something? I don't know. One day we were leaving a cheesecake factory and uh, it started to rain. She pulled an umbrella out of there. I was like, what the fuck is, I'm fucking Mary Poppins. Is that what's going on right now, man? And then all of a sudden she was like, oh, I gotta go get my kids. And she floated away, man. I, fucking, I haven't seen her since, man, shit. You guys let me know if you've seen her, seriously, though, honestly. That bitch has my cheesecake. Yeah, the, my favorite old lady thing is uh, the Werther's Originals or the little C's candy pops that they hide in. Straight. That's just me. I like to have a little sucker on you. It's, it's nice. Makes you feel good. Mo Gordon, everyone. Yay! Your next comedian, you might think, I don't want to do your joke for you. I was going to say, I was going to open up and say, you might think she has the number, normal number of ovaries, but... <laughs> It's not true at all. It's just not even true. Uh, it's Hanukkah time. Hopefully, she tells us her recipe for latkes or gavilta fish or something. Give us some, give us some Jew tips during this wonderful time of year. No, I'm excited. We're getting into a Jew rock block right now. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Two of my favorite two live Jews on the stage. What do I want for Christmas? I want to talk about Hanukkah, motherfuckers. You're going to love your next comedian, everyone. It's Rachel Raphael. Yeah. Do you know how, like, Jewish this rock block is? I didn't realize till like, like, two weeks ago, but his dad is a cantor, which is the singing person at the temple, and my dad is a rabbi, which is the talking person at the temple. <laughs> and I, I need to start saying it like that. Um, uh... <laughs> The singing person versus the talking person. Um, and we have to tell my dad, like, if he's trying to sing, to, like, turn down the mic because, again, he's the talking person, not the singing person. We all... And there's a reason. Um, all right, I'm going to hit you with some Jew facts, and Pam and Adam, like, keep your thoughts to the end. Uh, so we know Hanukkah is Christmas Eve, which I don't think is today. I think Christmas Eve is tomorrow. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> uh... <laughs> When is, let's just hit you with some other holidays, Steve. When is, um, just think about, like, think about when is Passover? When is Rosh Hashanah? When is Shemanana? When is Tu Bishvat? When is Ahushweros? When is Lashon Hara? When is Hakshivu? How many of these things did I just make up? <laughs> no. Three. You've been studying. You've been studying. Because some of those were just Hebrew words, and one of them I just made up. <laughs> I just asked you when, like three holidays, the word, the Hebrew word for gossip, the Hebrew word for announcement, and Ahushweros, who was married to someone at Purim, and then I don't know. So, yeah, yeah. So um, I have realized that I think, um, like as a kid, I was always, I was always the one. I still am the one to like explain Jewish things to. Uh, you non-Jews or Gentiles explain things to Gentiles, and now I've realized that it really, sh it was really my calling to just make shit up and see if you guys would believe it. Um, and you do. <laughs> um, so I have a lot of, I have a lot of tricks now. Uh, 
I have what I like to call a Jewish party trick, which is, uh, okay, Adam, you can actually talk now. I'm Jewish, you're Jewish, I'm thinking of a number, what is it? 18. Yes! First one to get it. That's correct. I've been saying this joke for a while. 18 is the magical Jewish number, Google it. I didn't make that shit up. Um, <laughs> people usually fail that part, and there's like three more questions of the Jewish quiz. <laughs> yeah. Um, I heard that because Trump won, that means the war on Christmas is over, and I didn't know we had a war on Christmas, and because here's the thing. Like, yeah, you'd be like, oh, you're Jewish, so you would know about the war. Not just, I'm also Jewish and, like, really loud and, like, confrontation. So, like, it's, I have the right personality for the war on Christmas. <laughs> but I don't actually care because Christmas means I'm paid, I don't work, and then I can eat Chinese food and take a nap. I don't care, like, why I'm doing that. Can we have, have more holidays where I can just eat Chinese food and take a nap and get paid for it? Like, I don't give a shit. I do get upset when Chinese restaurants are closed because I feel like like we should know that at the beginning of a relationship, you know? It's like, like what are your non-negotiables like, you know, with a person? Like, I don't know, if they have a kid, they should tell you. Or, or if they're like HIV positive, they should probably tell you. If this is a Chinese restaurant and it's not going to be open on Christmas, they need to tell me. Because like, I'm not saying I'm not going to order, but it, it just ruins the trust. Uh, but now I live in Inner Richmond with a bunch of dim sum bakeries, so at least one of them is going to be open. Oh, yeah. Yay. Um, so uh, uh, you're right. You're right, Pam. I don't have the normal amount of ovaries, um, which I also explained to you as a superpower. I'm not just saying it's a superpower. Um, I have five, and three of them are actually planted around the room and then you look under your chair and it's like Oprah like you get an ovary and you get an ovary um at this point you can have the big one yes <laughs> yes how big watermelon sized that's not normal that's why it's not in my body anymore <laughs> um okay uh and the thing is so um the thing is, like, at this point, uh, like, women should be jealous of me because I'm pretty sure I have the only birth control that Mike Pence is okay with, which is no one is, like, no one got pregnant, but now you have less ovaries, so it's probably harder for you to get pregnant. But no life was conceived or dead. Um, yeah, so that's, that's what I, and also, like, you know, Mike Pence is doing the thing in, was it, Indiana, where if you have an abortion, you have to have a funeral for the fetus. What? Yeah. So I want to know what ceremony I'm supposed to have for getting rid of benign ovarian tumors. <laughs> because it seems like, like, you know, you're supposed to have a ceremony when something happens in your body. Uh, is it an intervention, a bat mitzvah, a clam bake? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I have a tumiversary where we just get drunk. I don't know if he'd like that, but he's welcome to come. Uh, me and Pam will invite Mike Pence to my third tumiversary. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, no, and like, you know, because people are like, like, you know, like Congress doesn't care about your uterus. Like, no one wants to legislate your... I know. I know they only want to legislate, like, skinny, attractive uteruses. And I don't have one of those. I'm aware. Like, I am not, like, this is not, this is not the uterus you're looking for. It is not, like, the 16-year-old, like, sexy Christian uterus that just, like, you know, like, just got, you know, just made the wrong choice, but also, like, will just be like, 
you know what, I don't usually do this for other boys, but you, you're special. Like, that's not my uterus. I get it. They're not thinking about, like, like, like you know, uteruses for Jewish people who, and now they have just less. But look, if you're going to legislate, look, if I don't get to decide if you're legislating my body, you don't get to decide whose body you're legislating. You have to deal with mine to get to all the pretty ones. Uh, my uterus is like the ugly friend that someone has to, like, like go home with and take one for the team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyone, anyone, so yeah, anyone else want to know more about my uterus? Because I'm going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I had benign ovarian tumors, so I looked pregnant. Um, one was the size of a watermelon, and one was the size of a grapefruit. Think football-shaped watermelon. Um, I want you to get a picture. I know. One had, yes, you could have thrown it. I do think, like, at some point, because I do want more merch about this thing that happened to me, more merchandise. So should, like, instead of a T-shirt cannon, we just, like, shoot out, like, fake ovaries out of a cannon during the Super Bowl? Absolutely. That, I would be, that would, that's a great goal to have. Um, one of them had walls, so I'm renting it out as a San Francisco apartment. Yeah, yeah. Uh... <laughs> So I looked pregnant, but I wasn't. I just thought everyone felt really bad because I was just extra fat. That's what I thought. I just thought everyone was like, oh, like she's playing Angry Birds and she's fat. We should have her sit down. Not, she's pregnant. Uh, <laughs> took me a little bit. And now one of my coworkers is pregnant and no one is her offering a seat. And so I was like, okay, here's what you got to do. You got to like stand and like have your belly out and then just play a game. And eventually someone will come up to you and very violent, like shake you and be like, do you want to sit down? Because that's what happened to me. Um, but I wish I had like more time looking pregnant and, but, um, I mean, I had enough, but I was at some, when I realized I look pregnant and like I'm sick, I was too busy contemplating mortality to, uh, pull all the pranks that you can do. <laughs> um, and you know, so I don't know, next time, some of these you can do if you are pregnant, some of these you, you shouldn't do, um, you make your own choices, uh, <laughs> Uh, so number one is obviously I would uh, drink a 40 and smoke a cigarette in a hot tub. Uh, that is a potluck situation. So anything that pregnant ladies shouldn't be around, you bring it, quaaludes, shellfish, mercury, whatever it is. At some point, like... We get like five or six guys to hold their arms out like this and I lay myself across their arms and then they take a picture and in the picture I'm shrugging and the caption is who knows. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Could be all you guys. Uh, um, I think there's like a really uh, sincere karaoke set where you're drinking brown liquor so no one thinks it's water and you just sing Papa Don't Preach three times. Very sincerely. Um... <laughs> Uh, I would, I would bring a male friend to a Safeway and stage an awkward fight, but this is San Francisco. I'm an ally. I support, like, LGBT rights. I would bring a female friend, probably Pam, uh, I would bring a female friend to Whole Foods, and we would stage an awkward fight there, and I've been told it would be about organic cat food. <laughs> you told me that, and considering you make your own fucking cat food, it's, I mean, except we're both straight, but we'll figure that, you know, details. Details. Um, and the last one is that I would just go to like a Ross, like dressed, just looking really nice or a normal amount of nice for Ross. I don't know. Um, just buy all the wire hangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, like, no one here is going to gasp at this joke because we're all, like, broken comics, but, um... Yeah, but other people get really upset, and then I'm like, that's fucking America's fault. I didn't do that shit. Uh, and with that, I say, uh, happy Shimana now. <laughs> It's a made-up Jewish holiday by Rachel Raphael. Next time uh, you abort a tumor, if you we could chop it up and feed it to my cat. I think that would be the best organic cat food that we could really get. Damn it. I know they won't let you take that. When they took my tumors out, I was like, can I have it in a glass jar? They're like, no, that's that they won't. Right, right. But, but cats eat cancer for breakfast. It's going to be fine. Wouldn't that be great if you could just feed your cat cancer? It'd be all the... Can- <laughs> People say that cats actually, the reason that they purr is that they have this weird like vibratory thing that actually heals you. So if your cat is laying on a part of your body and it purrs, it's healing that part of your body. So if your cat's purring on your leg, watch out, you might have leg cancer. Uh, you're, it's, I, I, I read things. I don't know if they're true or not. I don't know what to believe anymore. Black and white, it doesn't mean anything. It's a, it's a, I read it on the internet. It's like, that's, that's, it doesn't mean it's true anymore. Like, they also said they were going to send me a free pound box of C's candy to fill out this survey, and I've never seen any candy. But now they send me all these terrible emails about things I don't want, <laughs> like credit cards. I just wanted my C's candy. It's all lies. Uh, your next comedian's only going to tell you the truth. I'm excited. Again, we're in the middle of a Jew rock block. Jew part due right now. Uh, he's been a great guest uh, lately on a bunch of mutiny radio shows, but namely some call me Tim. We're excited to have him here. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Adam Rubenfeld. Hey, what's going on, all you cool cats and kittens? Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't really want to talk about the War on Christmas. I'd rather talk about the fatwa on Hanukkah. Uh, I I was I was kind of annoyed by the the whole like uh, War on Christmas thing. And I mean that's another thing you could blame on the Jews. I mean just add it on the fucking list. I'm sure it's somewhere between bubonic plague and you know Germany's economic default. But um, I don't care if people say Merry Christmas to me. I don't care if people say Happy Holidays to me. It's like it's a well wish. I feel like these people, they like twist it in their head into something different. Like uh, like you, sir, we don't know each other, right? This is the extent of my cloud work. I just need you to say yes. I just, no, 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 when, when I say, no, not now, but when I say to you, you, you say yes. I'm gonna like point the mic at you and that'll be our, our little signal. It'll be very subtle. Are you ready? Okay, this is why I don't do crowd work. Because of this asshole. No, um, <clears throat> will, will that complete your order, sir? All right. Well, fuck you and everything you love and believe in. And thanks for coming to Walmart. I feel, I feel like that's that's what they hear. But it's a positive thing. I don't I don't understand the people. All right. Um. Oh Lord, Santa. Yeah, you guys are lucky. You have a like a poster child for your uh, holiday. That's that's based on hundreds of years of Germanic lore, and all we have for Hanukkah is a 1989 sketch starring John Lovitz. 
Yeah, Hanukkah Harry on Herschel, on Moisha, on Shlomo. I'm not gonna do the rest for you. I'm sorry, YouTube, YouTube that shit. It is, it is, it is a Hanukkah. That's the Hanukkah miracle, that John Lovitz is still alive. Um, I was like, oh, he is. Oh, well, now I gotta watch it. I, I, wa I wanted uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, tagline instead of um, you're fired is like when I said I'd save you for last, I lied. <laughs> no, all right. Uh, but I mean, Santa's a weird poster child because I mean, that guy's been going into kids' houses while they're sleeping for hundreds of years and he's not on any watch list that I know of, which is really like disheartening. Um, I don't know if you know this, like there's never a photo of Santa like moving around or like doing jumping jacks and shit. He's just pretty much standing and sitting. He's got the diabetes something bad. He's got like four fucking toes left. Like you want him to pose for something, you gotta get the elves and they throw the ropes around him like Gulliver's Travels like in case he starts listing. But then he like goes back the other way and they're just fucked. Like you like that that Coke can picture of uh, of Santa? It's really it's really nice. Fifty elves lost their lives to bring you that picture. Never forget. That's why you don't see Rudolph. That's why you don't see Rudolph. There was like a bad storm, so Santa climbed on his back, fucking broke it. They got his like skull in the reindeer stable with the red nose and everything. It says hashtag Stay Vigilant. Santa rides in the sleigh, everybody. Uh, anybody know when Hanukkah is? I know we've already said it, so it ruined my joke. Fuck. All right. But, um, yeah, no, it is, it is tomorrow night. It's Christmas Eve. Last year, it was like right after Thanksgiving. And you want to know why it's different? Because we're fucking crazy. We worship the moon. We go by the lunar calendar. We're all fucking werewolves. <laughs> Or some like weak ass vampires. Like I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe we're the mummy. Fuck it. Um, so anybody know the story of Hanukkah? Yeah. Yeah. All right. One, one and a half of you know. Are you half Jewish? I figure one half of you knows. You're full Jewish. Oh shit. A, a pure blood. A pure blood. Uh, story, story of Hanukkah uh, takes place around the time Alexander the Great came over, um, which, is, which is what the Greeks called him. If you ask any Jewish person, his name was like Alexander the Meh. <laughs> I was like, oh, you went 3,000 miles through the desert on an elephant, but you never call your mother. <laughs> and she worries. So Alexander the Great takes over, but he, he likes the Torah, so he doesn't really fuck with the Jews. So he, uh, he leaves them alone. Uh, but, you know, then, like, the Holy Land is controlled by the Greeks, and Alexander the Great don't last too long. One of his, not forebears, whatever the opposite of that shit is, one of the guys that came after him, this asshole named Antiochus. Uh, Antiochus was not so down with the Jews. I, I don't know, maybe he was, like, illiterate or he didn't like our dancing. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, no one likes our dancing. No one likes the dancing. You're right. He was right. He was right. So Antiochus destroys the temple. And he fuck. He 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 fucks us up, but we were used to it. So basically, it's like he destroys the temple, kicks everyone out, says you can't practice Judaism, and they just go this again. And um, small small band of Jews, they fight back. They take back the temple. 
They find there's, a, uh, there's an eternal flame that's supposed to stay lit. It's a Jewish people's love for God. And uh, they find there's one jar of oil, only one jar of oil left. And they got to keep that candle lit. And, uh, I mean, really, it's not really a miracle of Hanukkah because the first thing Jews learn is portion control. So we could have kept that shit going <laughs> for months. And here's, but no, they send, they send a guy out. They send a guy out. It's a four-day trip out and a four-day trip back. That's how you get the eight nights for those who aren't too stoned to do math. Uh, and, uh... And I really feel like you almost, they hate that guy more than Antiochus because it's like, hey, Mushi, I need you to go out. What, are we going to Walgreens? You need me to pick up some, some stuff? It's like, nah, nah, it's, it's, uh, it's four days, man. Four days there and back. Have fun. Well, what are you guys going to be doing? Uh, we're going to be fucking frying up potato pancakes and playing dreidel. I mean, you know. <laughs> Are you going to save me some pancakes? It's like, Mushy, just go. Just go. You get what you get. Poor, poor Mushy. Uh, anybody, anybody doing some shopping for the holidays? None of you are? Okay. So, oh, you are all assholes. I'm in a room of fucking assholes. I was expecting a much different reaction than that. Wow. Wow. I tell you. One thing I'll get. Um, the, all right, let, let, let's let's play out a scenario. Let's play out a scenario. Uh, let's say we're in an ancient kingdom, and this guy says, "Who can bring me the best present?" I have the three heads of like the major families in the city. Uh, whoever has the best present can I don't know fucking win my daughter's hand in marriage. That's something they did right back then. You know, it's a transaction. So the first guy goes like, um, your majesty, I have a cow that has given milk for generations and shows no sign of stopping. Truly is a miracle and I want it to be yours. And he goes like, all right, what do you got? And it's like, I went into the desert and I grabbed this lamp and I swear to God there's something magic in here. I don't know what it is, but I bet it's cool. All right, good. Uh, third guy, what did you get me? I got you a $50 gift card to Bed Bath & Beyond. And he says, like, oh, wow, what is that? What can I do with that? It's like, well, you can go into the store and get anything you want that's under $50. He's like, oh, so shopping, so what everyone else is doing. He's like, look, I need to explain to you what a fucking gift is because I, <laughs> I got a saggy-titted cow, I got a glorified gravy boat, and you gave me the gift of shopping. <laughs> All right, all right, give it to, give it to the cow guy, and uh, this guy's going off to the fucking dungeon. So, fuck gift cards, man. That was a piece of shit. I don't know. Who gives me gift cards? Hand me a thing. I don't want to go to a store. You know what's at Bed Bath & Beyond when the holidays are done? Like one bath towel and a chafing dish for $50. That's what you gave me, you fucking assholes. So, so I'm obviously single. <laughs> Give it up for the singles. Like girl, girls are a mystery. They confuse me, man. Like uh, I, um, like I can't get my phone to sync to this Bluetooth speaker like five inches from me. But women can stay in the same house for one day a week, and their periods sync up like it's fucking nothing. <laughs> like what the fuck, Apple? 
Why aren't you reverse engineering that shit? Like, I want the best reception there is. Like, it'd be weird, like, one day a week, like, it just refu- it's like refuses me sex. It's like, all right, phone, I'm going to get, let's uh, see what's going on you porn. It's like, I'm just not feeling it now, dear. All right, damn it. All right, okay, okay, let's, let's, go, let's go over to uh, XTube. Let's see what's on there. It's like, I really need to be there for a friend right now. It's like, damn it, it's like, oh, God, it's fucking late night. It's like, all right, all right, X2. It's like, my mother was right about you. It's like, damn it, I can't fucking win. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end this. I'm going to end this on a, on a real note because uh, I want to do kind of like a positive affirmation thing. Uh, 2016 has been a shit year. Uh, like, like globalists, don't, no, Chris, I know. <laughs> You're excited because we had that thing. We had that, yeah, we had that thing earlier, so you think you can jump in now. Uh, 2016 was was just shit kind of like globally for the country. Uh, uh, personally, it was, uh, was kind of shitty. I lost my, uh, my grandpa this year. Um, uh, we were in the DVD section, the Best Buy, and I turned around for one second. No, um, no, he would he would appreciate that. <laughs> he had a big Irish ass and he had a big Irish heart. Uh, if any of y'all are gonna have um, Guinness later tonight, raise it high for fucking James Baxter. Do that for me. Yeah. Yes, but just lie in the darkness, man. Lie in the darkness. There's so much uh, pushing in on everybody to have them just kind of give up and let all this shit that's happening to us like take hold or, or, or worse, make us angry, pervert us into something we're, we're not. We got, we got more hate than love in us and uh, we need to switch that shit around because people are angry every day. And I work at a bank. They're already angry. They've just upped that ante. And um, we, we don't need to be that. You have to, like the... The guy who doesn't agree with you is still a person, and there's always going to be some common ground. Most of the time, it's Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't, you, don't have to, you don't have to love the things that, that you don't agree with, but you have to realize that, that, like, that every, everyone's human, and just, just spread a little bit more love. Just, um, just be the light in the darkness, and uh, hopefully we can help them uh, you know, shine the way out. All right? We're all good? Rachamana. Thank you. Adam Rubenfeld, everyone, trying to be a light in the darkness, but fuck you, a $50 gift certificate to Bed Bath & Beyond. What kind of Jew are you? You can buy toilet paper there, dummy. It's Bed Bath & Beyond. They have toilet paper. Paper towels. The sham wow. You could get like, you could get so many shamwows and you would never, you could keep wiping your ass with a shamwow if you want to be a real Jew. Want to do it that way? Crazy person. <laughs> Jonathan and I share beers. Uh, your next comedian, man, I would share a beer with you. Uh, I don't have herpes. I don't know if you do, even if you do, I don't care. I would share a beer with you. You're a wonderful person. She's a lovely human being. You guys are going to love her. You're going to laugh at her jokes insanely. Clap your hands wildly in a slappy-like motion. For Erie Diamond, yeah! Point your guns away, now you can 
didn't pick up the mic. You wouldn't be able to hear me in here. No, I'm just kidding. How's everybody doing? Good? Yeah, just kidding. I don't fucking care. So, I, uh... <laughs> so, has anybody else here gotten a Christmas card from their ex with a restraining order in it? Is that... <laughs> anybody else had that? Re- really? Just me? Wow. Um, so, and this is the thing. This is the thing. It's not the restraining order. Okay? It wasn't like the first time I've gotten a restraining order. Okay? That was not... That wasn't it. The thing that pissed me off, right? The thing that pissed me off was that he didn't even sign the card. I know. That was like our relationship in a nutshell, basically. <laughs> you know, I, uh, it's, it's actually fine because he was one of those guys who named his penis. You guys name your penis? Do you name your penis? Come on. Introduce me to it. No? <laughs> No? This guy, uh, my ex, he named his penis Raul. Yeah, after his favorite person, his brother. Yeah. No, it could have been worse. His other favorite person is his mom. Yeah, yeah, but like no one's going to name their penis Teresa, right? That's like, (laughs) because it's a girl name. Um, So, yeah, I know. Uh, I was on this blind date one time. And like, uh, really, yeah, no, that's not the joke, but yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Um, Like right in the middle of the date, I realize, wow, I'm way out of this guy's league, right? I know. (laughs) And uh, it was really awkward, because like we were already having sex, and um, (laughs) it's like, how do you jump out of that, right? And um, I know, I know, it was, uh, right? Oh, is that how you do it? Thanks, Adam. Well, you know, good news, I don't know if you guys know this, but like, um, I don't hear much about people catching crabs these days, (laughs) right? Like, I think we've eradicated crabs. Awesome. I I know. I know, although I was talking about this at another gig, and this guy in the back just goes, nope. (laughs) So, like, not that guy, but everybody else is like, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, uh. I used to be really slutty, and uh, wow, no clap. I usually get one clap. <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> I know. Oh, is that what the problem is? I'm currently very slutty. No. Okay, good. Just fix that joke on the fucking stage. That's awesome. Um, I, uh, no, I used to be really slutty. And you guys, honestly, I was slept around so much that I might have some kids out there I don't even know about. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I don't know it's used for protection, so I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I don't know. I, uh, no, I, I actually, I'm married now, so that's, you know. Wow, no clap, huh? You guys do not give a fuck, do you? Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm married. I'm married. Uh, actually, super cute story how we met. Um, we were both out for a run, and uh, he's Mexican, so like at first I thought he was chasing me. And, um, yeah, but no, like, all good. Still got my wallet. You know, it's good. And I, uh, yeah, I, uh, I want to tell you guys something that happened. Um, the other day, okay, I really pissed off my neighbors. And it wasn't my fault, but this is what happened. So they're mimes. And, um, yeah, I mean, when I, yeah, when I saw them walking into the building when they first moved in with their little striped shirts and their berets, I was like, oh, shit. But, um. 
No, but they just had a baby, and that the baby like cries all night long, keeps me awake, which is terrible. And I saw them in the hallway the other day, and I said, hey, you guys, I don't know how to tell you this, but your baby's a terrible mime. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You know, and um, <laughs> to soften it. And, um, and like the guy went off on me. He was, he, was, he was like cussing at me, like just being really loud, like pointing, but like all mime, you know? So it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and then so like I did the only thing you can really do in that situation. I closed my eyes. It's <laughs> like shut him right up. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was just, it was good. I, uh, you know, I've been thinking about something. If I owned a racehorse, just stay with me. I would name him a dead horse. Okay, and this is why. Because if he's a winner, then like the announcer's always going to be like, "Wow." No one can beat a dead horse, right? Okay, now, if he's a loser, almost better, right? Because it's like, wow, everybody keeps beating a dead horse. <laughs> I know, it sounds like a third grade joke. I just like wrote, I know, I just wrote that, but it's awesome. It's, uh, actually, in third grade, I, uh, my dad gave me this cat, this little girl kitten, and uh, I immediately named it Batman. And um, I know people used to ask me all the time, like, Why'd you name her Batman? It's not like she fights crime. I'm like, I know. Um, the reason I named her Batman was because my dad had run over her parents in the alley. Oh. Yeah, just like the comic book. So oh. I know, because like I wanted a cat named Superman, but I mean, it's not like her parents' planet blew up, right? That would be fucking stupid. It's <laughs> <laughs> like <it's> dumb. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I am, uh, so, okay, the whole Bill Cosby thing. I know. Have you guys heard the latest? This is, this is the latest. He's too blind to stand trial. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so like, not only is he a rapist, but he's, I guess he's a chronic masturbator as well. <laughs> it just makes it, it's just terrible. <laughs> this, this is, I know. And, this is the reason why it upsets me so much. Because, like, when I was growing up, like, he was kind of like this, a little bit of a hero to me, because he's like a comedian and everything, right? <sighs> to me, it was like, it was like Santa, okay? Santa's fucking awesome, right? Like, tomorrow, Santa's gonna get in his sleigh, he's gonna go all around the world, he's gonna give toys to all the girls and boys. Awesome, Santa, yes. Let's say every 10th house, he gives the toys and then rapes somebody. Fine, every 12th house. That's fine. Is that better for you? Yeah. Just, I don't know. And then Mrs. Cosby. Okay, this is what really pisses me off. Mrs. Cosby. Every time I see her on TV, right? She's acting like everything's fine. You know what I mean? She's walking around, like no expression, totally blank face. Like, that's his type. But you know what I mean. You know what I'm, what, too much? No. Too much? <laughs> so I, uh, I pissed off these uh, little people the other day. Um, 
Yeah, I, well, this is what happened. It was, was my fault. So this is what happened. So I'm in line at the movie theater to get the ticket, right? And, like, these two little people are behind me in line. And I'm like, you guys, if you want, you can borrow my raincoat, and then one of you can get on the other one's shoulders, <laughs> and then you'll have to pay for one ticket, right? It's like $12, right? Sorry, I pointed at the juice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys know this, but little people have, like, average-sized person anger. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, like, you think, it, you, you think it's proportional, but it's not, you know? It's, I don't know. I, I didn't know that before, but now I do. And um, so I, uh, I pissed off my husband the other day, and I didn't... This, okay, have you guys ever said something in bed that, like, kind of ruined the moment? Has this ever happened to you guys? Yeah? I love how everyone's all, fuck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so we're, okay, so this is what happened. So, like, we're in bed, and, you know, I'm just, I'm going to act it out for you. Hold on a second. and carrots, peas and carrots. Okay, hold on. Got to get in the moment. All right, so we're in bed. Um, missionary, like not my favorite, but whatever, you know. Um, okay, it's so funny because you didn't hear the first part of this joke, so you're just going to be like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Okay, so we're in bed. We're going for it. Okay, we're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you, your mom called. And <laughs> she needs a ride to the foot doctor tomorrow. So, didn't want to forget. <laughs> like, I know. And then, and then, like, this is the worst part. The worst part is he couldn't get back into it because, like, he just said, like, he's just saw, like, his mom's face right here. Just like, son, you know what I mean? Just, no, wait, no, it was like this. Son, you know, <laughs> just like, yeah. Well, I'm Erie. Thank you very much. Very diamond, everyone. To having boring sex, but naming her cats awesome things. Uh, I realized from your set earlier, my next cat, I'm going to name Katniss. <laughs> Why wouldn't you name your cat Katniss? Katniss Everdeen is my cat. <laughs> you don't have to say Everdeen. You don't have to make homage to the story, but just the name Katniss. I, I would, if I had a child, I'd name it Katniss. Not because of the movies, just because it's such a great name. <laughs> Do we? Rem I love cats. <laughs> you didn't want to forget that. I don't know uh, how your next comedian feels about cats, but I do know he's a hilarious human being. You guys are going to love him. Clap wildly for Christopher Harmio! Keep going for your host! Come on. You have, you have warm hands. I'm like, my hands are freezing. 
Like when you, when you said you were going to, yeah, you, you had something that ruins sex. I thought, oh, she's a liar. But then that you said that, and I was like, oh, yeah, that would, that would take me. I'd be done. My mom's feet. My mom's, I hate my feet. I hate feet. And I, uh, yeah. My mom's feet is just like, yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway. So, no. Uh, no, I, I, this is awesome. I like, I, 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 I haven't played in Mutiny Radio for a while, but this, so thanks for having this. Uh, no, I, I like like I like this. Pam like actually knows how to say my last name, so uh, yeah. yeah. But but uh, no, and people have a tough time with it. it ha- they have a tough time, and I can't blame them. I can't blame them because um, no, I had an issue with it when I was younger. Like I uh, no, you have to realize my my last name's Hadamio, and it's spelled like J A R A M I L L O, and you know, it obviously, it, uh, I d- had some trust issues when I was young because, you know, how am I supposed to learn trust if I can't even, if the letters in my name lie to me, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, uh, no, you know when people had the toughest time with my name, and it, sa- it sounds weird, it's like when I was in the Coast Guard, I like, and I had my name on my chest because, and I think I know why. What people would do is they would read the, my name on my chest and then they hear the sounds that came out of my mouth and then they take their slight knowledge of Spanish and come up with some fucked up sounds. So I'd like say, so I'd like say like, oh, they'd ask me like how to pronounce it. And I'd say Jaramillo, and they look back at me and they'd be like, Jamiler. <laughs> and I don't, I, I don't, you know, I'm lazy, so I was always like nailed it, nailed it. I came, uh, it's a, uh, yeah, Jamiler is a great, yeah, it's a very common Spanish name, yeah. No, but I used to be, I, I, w- I was in the Coast Guard. I was in the military, which put Coast Guard's technically part of the military. I, I know not everyone's aware of this. I know not everyone's aware of this. I mean, when, when troops want to storm a beach, who do you think gives them a ride to the shore? Huh? That's right. That's right. It's usually the Navy. But sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it's the Coast Guard. Some, yeah, every once in a while. No, I... I'm enjoying how much you enjoyed that joke. God, that's awesome. <laughs> no, that is great. I what? <laughs> yeah, it was a show. I I can't be mad at you. I can't be like somebody's laughing at my comedy. But yeah, this is, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but um, no, I my first station in the Coast Guard. I was stationed in Eureka, California, and um, no, we it was I had a pretty good setup up there. They actually had like apartments for us, which is unusual because your first station is usually in barracks. Barracks really suck, but we had an apartment up there. I had, I had to have a roommate, but we had like a uh, backyard and like a fire pit, and we had some raging parties. I remember one time, uh, somebody actually threw gasoline in, into the fire pit and like lit my whole yard. I like how surprised you are. They lit my whole yard on fire. <laughs> they lit my whole yard on fire. And me and my roommate fought it, and my roommate w- came on. He all of a sudden he was on fire, and you know, no, it's it's okay, it's okay. No, no, he, it's okay. He like he stopped, dropped, and you know, uh, and burned. Um, uh, it, it's it, it's. You know, it's really great that somebody came up with a three-step system to follow if you ever find yourself on fire. But um, it just turns out it's a lot to remember when you're actually on fire. I guess that three steps is a. Uh, yeah, remember to roll. That's that's the important. That's the lesson. Remember to roll. Yeah, but um, but anyway. So no, I, I'm glad. Yeah, everybody ready for Christmas? I guess except for yeah, no, I, I don't, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've never been ready. Okay, no. 
No, but no, uh, yeah, it's it, we really need it after this election season. That was this is yeah. I mean, I, I they probably. I wonder if that was on purpose. They actually like planned to have this right before. You need, they're gonna like half the country is always gonna need Christmas after after the election season. But um, what was, where was I going with this? Okay, no, but no, I was no, I, yeah. I mean, it's it's just been yeah, it's been a crazy year. It's a crazy time. I um. You know, we're not gonna have Barack Obama to kick around anymore. It's it's, it's a no. It's a, he, he's he's leaving. But uh, I I'm like real. I'm kind of into conspiracy theories, and they always just had weird conspiracy theories about um, Barack Obama. Like he wasn't like he wasn't born in the country. He was Muslim. He was like uh, I think they even like accused of him being gay. I even heard one where they accused uh, Michelle Obama of being transgender. And here's and, I, and I'm in San Francisco. I think you're all going to be with me on this. I, I mean, I'm a progressive. I would actually be happy if I found out all the, that was true. You know, we just elected. You know, we elected. We we just elected Trump. I would feel way better about my country if I thought like we had we had a transgender first lady and the you know the the first gay uh, Muslim uh, lizard alien uh, Kenyan in, in, as president. I. Uh, you guys are all aware of the lizard aliens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> stay woke. But stay woke. Stay woke. <laughs> are you woke? I know Pam's woke. I know Pam's woke. But uh, no, they they there, there was all there's even there was even a crazier like uh, uh, conspiracy theory. Like he was actually like they, some pe- a lot of people thought he was the Antichrist. Yeah. That was which is that's crazy. Like really the first yeah the first black man. Presidents, he's the Antichrist. I mean, can you kind of check your racism? Obviously, you can't. This elect- last election showed we can't check our ra- racism at all um, in America. But I, uh, but no, like no, the they actually ran a survey, and actually, 15% of the people who voted for Mitt Romney thought Obama was the Antichrist. Yeah, you, you didn't hear about this? Is like the no, the mainstream, the mainstream media. No, no, no. They they, they talk about this in the media all the time. Yeah. Sorry, Pam's woke. She's not. Yeah, she's not. She's not. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't listen to the media. Yeah. <laughs> but, but no. You know what's a, They they talked about this demographic a lot, but the one demographic they uh they didn't talk about was actually five percent of the people who voted for Obama thought Obama was the Antichrist. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just, okay, I, I found, no, what, <laughs> no, like, what, like, I'm just, who are these people? Who, who, like, I guess they're in this room, that's, a, no, but, <laughs> no, but, but who are these people? I mean, is there, is there somebody sitting around going, <laughs> is there somebody, <laughs> is there somebody, like, sitting around going, you know, you think this election was tough, how, tough, how about the last one with uh, Mitt Romney and the Antichrist? You know, uh, you know, I mean, I don't want to vote for the Antichrist, but Mitt Romney's such an asshole. I mean, and I'm a registered Democrat. I mean, sometimes you got to bite the bullet and just vote for the lesser of two evils. And that, in this case, that was obviously the Antichrist. That was obviously the, you know, I was just looking at my ballot and I was like, this two-party system sucks. I, you know, you mean looking back at it, I think I made the right decision. You know, he, I don't think the Antichrist was that bad of a president. You know, if I had a chance to vote for him again, I, w- I don't even know where that, where that impression was. I, that, I, I, what the, I felt like I was an old guy in the radio. What, what, what did that sound like? I, this, it, I was trying to do, a, I was trying to actually do a good, good fellow's impression, but I don't think it came out like that at all. And, <laughs> that's just true. What? A little bit? A little bit? 
Did I just say forget about it? Did I throw that in there? I can't remember. But anyway, um. Wasn't Italian enough? Wasn't Italian enough. I screwed it up. I feel okay. Do I need more hand movements? Is that, is that my problem? Not that shit. What? <laughs> not, not what you did, but that was. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just spend the rest of the. T- <laughs> okay. okay. I just want to. We should just spend the rest of the time doing Italian impressions. That's great. I can because apparently I can't do one. Get more time for I get more time for Italian impressions. What's your yeah? Ah. Uh, train of thought lost. Okay. Um. He voted for the Antichrist. Okay. I think, but I think that yeah, that joke was done. Um. Oh no, the uh, no I. Well, after the Coast Guard, I, uh, I actually worked in an emergency room for a little while. This sets basically my resume, if anyone's hiring. <laughs> just, uh, no, but I, but I, uh, but no, I used to work in the emergency room. I used to be what was, what was called an ER tech. And, you know, I would, like, put casts on broken bones. I'd press on people's te- uh, chests if we were doing CPR. And I, um, yeah, or, I, or I'd tackle people if they got out of line. I led my hospital in sacks for four years. I'm very proud of that, uh, that accomplishment. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> no, uh, but you know, work, like working in the emergency room isn't as glamorous as they make it look like on TV. I mean, when it comes down to it, it's mostly like dealing with bodily fluids. And you know, not in a good way. Not in a, like a good, you know, golden shower, bukkake, spit in my mouth. You know, not in a loving way. That's what I'm getting at. Not in a good, like, loving way. I, I, had to, I usually went from room to room, and uh, I would introduce myself like such. I'd be like, my name's Chris. I, uh, I, can I, draw, I need to draw some blood from you, and also, could you pee for me? You know, obviously, <laughs> ob- uh, this is actually just true. No, the, uh, no and obviously, I mean, that's a normal conversation you might have with, like, a prostitute or if you were dating Miley Cyrus, but <laughs> it, was just an, it was just a weird thing to do on a, you know, daily basis. You know, my favorite part of working in the emergency room was actually the x-ray display. It, it was like, that's where you'd see the broken bones, the exploded organs, all that jazz. I remember one day I was walking by it and I saw a surgeon looking at uh, the x-ray of a torso with a, you know, with a, with a vibrator in the anal region. Um, and I just remember the, uh, the ER doctor walked up to the surgeon and, he, and the surgeon said to the ER doctor, um, I don't believe it's on. I would think the image would be blurry if it was on. <laughs> Which, which the ER doctor replied, no, it's on, I checked. I, and I just, I just, mostly what I remember about that moment is the shame on the ER doctor's face. Like he just, he just had the look like I studied really hard in school. I made my way through medical school. And today that, all of that amounted to me checking a man's ass to see if the uh, vibrator he got stuck in it was still on. Oh, fuck my life. He just had that all, all in his face, all in his face. And I don't mean to judge the poor soul. Oh, almost forgot. Fun fact about the anus. I, um, uh, <laughs> no, apparently, this is not a rare thing. If you stimulate the, uh, the muscles in the anus, uh, sometimes it creates a suction effect. So this actually happened all the time. Some people got stuff shoved up their ass all the time. Anyway, but the, um, but no, I don't mean to even judge the poor soul. Whatever, whatever, whatever you have to do to get off, just, I mean, whatever. But I, I, mean, I just think it's a very human moment. Like somebody sitting at home, you know, they're doing what feels good, and all of a sudden, thump, like, 
Like there had to be that moment of panic, like like just denial, just be like, this isn't fucking happening, not again, not a fucking. Uh. But you know, my my advice is just like it, if if you if you're going to engage in such activities, I think I'm talking to somebody in this room. I really think this is this advice is yeah. <laughs> no. If, if you engage in such activities, just get the device that has like a lanyard, or you know that thing that hooks to the, hooks to the surfboard that hooks to your foot, you know, one of those things? Yeah, just for the day you get, yeah, safety first. Yeah, safety first, that's, that's, the, that's, that's the important message. Yeah, just for the day you get too aggressive with that fucking thing. You know, because you, know you know that's gonna happen. I don't even know what, is that, is that my time? You're at, you, you, I just let you go because you're being so funny. You're at 13. Oh, oh, God damn it. Okay, no. No, it's fine. You were being super funny, so I wasn't going to stop you. Okay, uh, okay, uh, okay, uh. She likes him. What? She likes, oh, is that, is that what it was? No, is that I, what it was? Okay, so, okay, I'll, con- I'll continue with my resume. Okay, um, no, I, I, I do some, I do some, I do some Uber driving on the weekends, and, um, uh, a couple weeks ago, I, uh, drove the girl of my dreams. Uh, she... She was funny, she was smart, she was beautiful. And when she left my car, I couldn't help but wonder, was she the one? Was she the one that left a giant wet spot in my passenger seat? I, you know, I, obvi- I, mean, I mean, obviously, it, it was awesome, because obviously she dug me. This is a girl that, like, marked her territory. But I, I like, I, I mean, I don't know how exactly I feel about it, because on one hand, that's incredibly rude to do to somebody. On the other hand, you know, it didn't smell that bad, and it tasted great. <laughs> I... <laughs> All right. Well, thank, well, thank you. That, uh, I'm done talking. Th- thank you very much for listening. Wow, yeah, um, I have a weird vibrator that can go in different caverns, uh, and it has <laughs> it, it has a it has a little black ball on the end of it, a string. So you just the trick is you just you got it, like you said a tether. You need a tether. Do you see? You just can't let that thing go squirreling up. You gotta have a little ball on the end. You gotta. There was a, this is a weird one. I, one of my favorite things that I ever saw on the internet um, was a guy in Japan that uh, put a live eel up his butthole and it ate all the way through. It got up in front of his intestines and it stayed alive and then it started actually eating through his intestines and so then he had to go to the doctor and they had to take it out. Sadly, the eel died. Uh, but they... <laughs> yeah. It's because of that weird tentacle porn. It's that weird tentacle porn. It's that weird Japanese tentacle porn. He stuck a live eel up his ass. Had teeth. It's <laughs> bad news. Bad news. Your next comedian is good news. He is not bad news. He is an amazing human being. You guys are in for such a Christmas gift. This, your, your headlining comedian tonight is uh, long-haired and big-hearted. <laughs> You're going to love him. Clap wildly for me, Dave! Merry fucking Christmas to you. All right. Now, uh, now, uh, yeah, this is fucking great, man. This is one of the few shows where the comedians feel obligated to stay to the end of the show. I like that. No, man, that's good, man. We got a why. We got. I feel like if you can't sit through the shows that you're a part of, you shouldn't be a comedian. 
And there's a lot of people who can't. It's like there's so many fucking comedians that want to do do their set and they bounce. Well, I can't watch comedy shows. <laughs> yeah, no shit. That's why I don't stick around to watch your dumbass. You know. That's, but no, these shows are fun. That's why I love Mutiny Radio. I love Pam. All you guys, give a round of applause for yourselves, man. And like. Most of you performed tonight, and then this dude didn't. He he he's just chilling here, just studying. I like you, man. You just been looking at everybody, just not not laughing, just. I always love that, man. It's always the quiet ones, silently judging the fuck out of us all. I love that shit. Sun Tzu chilling on the ones and twos in the back. Nobody's paid attention to him. I know you, man. I remember Sun Tzu's one of uh, you guys. If you don't know him. Uh, he's my favorite. He, he's not a heckler. Uh, what he would do is he would play Magic the game right in front of the stage at open mics. And, and was my favorite audience. Like, if you can get him distracted from his game or making him laugh or, or just anything like that, I'm like, huh, all right. Well, maybe I'll keep that joke. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, oddly enough, one of my favorite times of, of running into Sun was that uh, I, I did a, I did a, I hosted this improv show as like a favor or something. And uh, there was an after party at a very douchey nightclub. Uh, just a place I would never go to. Everybody's dressed up. They paid to get in. Like when I said I was on the guest list, they were like, no, you're not. And I'm like, no, I am, man. I'm on the fucking guest list. I, I had to make them check it. They're like, okay, you're on the, well, I don't know if we really still, you know, it's like one of those kinds of places. Like, are you sure? Are you sure you belong here? I'm like, no, I don't. But I, I'm just here. It's an after party meeting that I just felt obligated to go to. I don't even really want to be in there. I mean, these are people that want to fuck. I don't want to fuck. I want to get away from all of you gross motherfuckers. And, uh, and I'm in there, and I'm just, I'm just, I can't understand anybody. I'm just sitting here just for, just for the FaceTime with these fucking people, making them feel good about their show that was horrible. And, uh, and I see one person that I recognize. I'm like, of all people in this douchey nightclub, what the fuck is Sun Tzu doing here? <laughs> And he was a, you, you knew somebody there. You were like dropping off artwork or something like that. Yeah, you drew. Yeah, he, he worked. Thank God you had business there, man. I was like, I was like, son has as much business being here as I do. He better be getting paid to come here. Fuck that, man. But yeah, man, Mary, Mary, uh, you say all I want for Christmas. All I want for Christmas is a comfortable place to shit. I don't have that anymore. Um, I, I would here, but dude, I don't want to do that to your, no, it's up. I don't, it's still, man, I mean, it's like, it's just right on the other side. It's such a thin door, you know? I'm just, I don't, I don't want to, I'm, I'm like, oh, man, it's just, I, you guys are all enjoying yourselves. That's the last thing I do, you know? I'm quite a, you know, I'm, I'm Hispanic, so I come from a long line of butt trumpeteers, and it's just not, not cool. I, just, I, I can hold it. And uh, but no, I live I live now with uh, well, about six years ago I had uh, I started doing stand up comedy, which roughly means six years ago I moved back into my parents' house, and uh, comedy's been going all right because now I uh, comedy and work and day job whatever. But uh, now I, I I moved out of my parents' house about six months ago. Thank you, Pam. She's known me during that time. Yeah, and now I pay money to live in a room in somebody else's parents' house. I don't, I understand how America works. Yeah, you know, so and I gotta share the bathroom with other roommates. So I basically now I'm 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 uh, I'm shitting in a public restroom, and uh, but it's not bad. It's not bad. I'm pretty used to it now. Uh, but yeah, so all I want for Christmas is just that. Oh, oh I do. Uh, do we still get paid in a wheat treat? Awesome, because I'm I don't I don't get high anymore. But I'm this is my Christmas gift to my uh, stepsister tomorrow. So that's. I, yeah. 
Oh, awesome. Thank you. I'll make sure she, uh, she eats all of it at fucking dinner with the family. She's getting that shit. That's right. I'm like, oh, no, they're very weak. They're weak. They're not. There's not. I want to you know, see her get high as fuck in front of my family. Um, thank you very much, Pam. So somebody behind there. If, she, if you don't want it, I'll give it to my other stepsister, too. That's the thing. Because I don't get high anymore. Anybody who knows. I used to. I did shrooms in this very room and interrupted the fuck out of somebody else's podcast uh, before. I've, I've, I, and, it was a, and it was a podcast where it's a guy who plays a character on it that, you know, and they don't break the fourth wall. And I found out that night that that was like, because I thought the guy that he was playing was real. And so when I came here and I found out, I'm like, so where's, where's dude? And he's like, I'm, I'm him. And I'm like, you're, you're, and I'm not going to say the name because I don't want to break the spell. His name's Eddie Winters. Uh, uh, so if, uh, and I was like, where's Eddie Winters? He's like, I'm Eddie Winters. I'm like, you're Eddie. And, uh, and I couldn't tell. I was a little, I was a little disappointed, but I didn't realize how disappointed until I dropped those shrooms. And then the entire time, as they're doing the show and, and running, he's in full-on character of any winners, and him and his friends and all. I'm like, I kept saying, you're Eddie Winners? <laughs> Bullshit! <laughs> like, fuck this show, man. It's a lie. The show is a lie. They were trying to contact JFK on a Ouija board or something like that. I'm like, this is fuck. And, and, and uh, yeah, they, they had to kick me out. So... <laughs> Yeah, but that happened here. Mutiny Radio. If you can't have a mutiny of a podcast on Mutiny Radio, yeah, you, know, you don't belong on Mutiny Radio. That's yeah, but no, it was fun, man. I like this dude too, man. I, I, you're, you, I don't know anything about you. You got the gorilla shirt on. I just see you clutching. You remind me of my acid trips. That's why I was like, I was just you chilling. I'm like, I just like your, I like your energy right there, man. He's like, you're like, you've been shaking your head all the time, like whatever. I just, I like you, man. Yeah, I like, I just love this place, man. It's, I feel like. You know, it's like a one flew over the cuckoo's nest of comedy. That's why I you know, feel a little like Jack Nicholson, you know? All right. But, yeah, man. Uh, so, yeah, things have been cool. And, and, and uh, I guess they've been cool. No, they haven't been cool. No, it's not true. It's Christmas time, uh, which uh, roughly means, yeah, I, this is my, my uh, I, I kind of had an agenda this year for Christmas. I um, wanted to buy the shittiest Christmas gifts I could possibly think of. Uh, mainly so to try and discourage people from buy- I, I don't mind I love hanging out with people on Christmas I like the feeling of Christmas I just don't like gifts anymore and uh, so what I try to do to discourage that is I bought everybody calendars uh, everybody can I got I buy three get one free so I got I got a shit ton of calendars and it just so I, I bought them all at one place and I'm like all right and, you know I got my dad a 49ers calendar because they're losing like a lot and I'm like eh, this this will discourage and yeah you know and and, uh, and then uh, what else I got I got uh, some board games actually I got a Ouija board for my stepsister and her kids because that knocks out all of them in one gift yeah and, and and she was the one who did a Ouija board. Actually, it's funny, Pam. You kind of remind me. She she you kind of remind me of her. If you had a family in in like like that's, I mean like of your own. I'm not saying like yeah. I'm sure you got family, but I mean if you had like your own kids and a marriage and a divorce and then whatever and they raise those two kids, whatever. You, you, uh, that that would be you. She uh, she's who's getting the treat. So you know so. Um, 
So it's uh, it's like it's funny. It's like another dimension of you. Like if you were like simultaneously in in this. So anyway, uh, but yeah. So the the what was I? Talking? Oh yeah, I got her a Ouija board because I want her to freak. Like, she's also got teenagers now. Her kids are now thirteen and twelve. So I just want them to freak the fuck out uh, on a Ouija board and um, or just realize it's a waste of money. Because uh, yeah, that's I mean that's why that's why I have Christmas gifts, man. I'm just, oh. I'm like, I just really want to give everybody uh, a card that has an IOU that just says, hit me up, I'll take you out to breakfast. Yes. Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah just Merry, that's it. That's it. You know? And then, and then forget about it and never take them to breakfast. That's just, just the feeling. Just the feeling. Just give you, you know, it's just the feeling of Christmas. Yeah, but then, oh yeah, totally. I, I, I'm good for it. I'm good for it. But uh, I'm just saying, but most of the time we all forget. It's like we always make plans like, yeah, let's kick it sometime. I'm never going to kick it. You know, it's something like that, you know. I know. I was, hey, man, I'm mean, right? No. No, um, no but that's, I don't know. So that's been that. And then, uh, but no, and then I, I work at a mall and uh, I, work at, I, I work at a dying mall, which I, I prefer. Because then, yeah, it's a, it's a mall. We have different types of customers at the mall I work at. Uh, we don't have any customers. It's just other employees at the mall. And so it's like this weird Ouroboros of an economy where the money just changes hands from one store to the other store or whatever. So, and, uh, and for those who don't know, because, uh, yeah, I wrote a... I basically, I, I hate, work, you know, every time I, day, I get a day, the only thing I like about working a new day job is now I got a new 10 minutes because all my act is is bitching about my job. And... <laughs> So I, I, now I make fried chicken and waffles at a uh, food court stand called What the Cluck. What? Yeah, yeah, in Newark, Newark, yeah. I got some free, I got some, I got some free three-piece wing coupons you guys all can have. Yeah, no, it's, no, no lie, oh, I know, no, I know, the sandwiches, yeah. I had to I had to quit that fucking place, man. That's uh, small, f- I used to work making some of the best sandwiches in San Francisco, for some of the worst fucking people in the financial district. They're truly the worst fucking people on the planet. But, um, yeah, but this is, this is where I work at now. It's closer to where I live. It's uh, What the Cluck. What the Cluck. Fried chicken. No, no, it's... No. I, don't, I didn't write this shit, man. God did, or whatever. Satan. Uh, but uh, this is a coupon for free three-piece wings. You're supposed to use it by the end of the year. Yeah. But if you, uh, but yeah, just come down. Uh, well, yeah, if I'm, yeah, yeah, we might be busy. So I don't know, anybody else want one? They're in Newark. There you go, Burrow. I dare you guys to come to Newark. That's, <laughs> Newark is right next to Fremont, which is the last stop on BART all the way. Like, it's basically, it's like all the way as far south as you're going to go on BART. So, yeah, did you want one? Did you want a coupon? Oh, there, there you go. There you go. So. But yeah, dude, man, no, it's true though. Now he's wearing an ape shirt for fuck's sake, man. But no, uh, no. Uh, so, but yeah, so that's where I work at now. And uh, today was a fu- oh god, man, huh? I'm I'm on everything. I'm the only fucking employee there. Whenever I'm working there, we all, because it's an independent business. All right, I'm just gonna spend this set just bitching about everything today because I. 
in order for the business, in order for me to do the shit that needs to be done in the course of a day so that we have everything done, we have to have no business. Uh, because how else am I going to chop chicken? Uh, you know, so it's like, it, so they, the, the, our owners had this wonderful, like, master plan of, okay, we can only afford one person to work at the stand, but we need a lot of business in order to justify the stand. So what we're going to do is we're going to pay motherfuckers under the table uh, and, and just take advantage of it. So, like, if, if, you know, in the hopes that we'll, this business will come out of the fucking sky and somehow this one lone person will be able to, to do it all. And that's what they've been banking on for quite a while with no business whatsoever. Uh, and then now it's Christmas. So now there's people at the mall. And, and uh, so now, like, that's, I, I had to work all day serving motherfuckers. Basically, if I have a line of three people, I'm now slammed. Uh, because if I, and, and so, like, they, and here's our, here's our menu. We've got chicken strips. We've got chicken and waffles, my favorite dish. Uh, we've got the fuck, my least favorite dish, the bird's nest salad, because that takes the most, the longest to make. Uh, the, and that's the, the half or the full. Uh, number four is the easiest, little cluckers. All right, little cluckers are, I don't know if you can figure it out, it's chicken nuggets. There's still some dumbass motherfuckers that can't figure out what little cluckers is. There are pictures. We have pictures of the shit, and they still can't figure out. They're like, well, what, what is this? This is little cluckers. I, I, don't, I don't understand. I'm like, they're chicken nuggets. They're, 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 it's, and they're like, well, and, and what's that? Those, those are potato chips. They're what's sitting right away because we have potato chips. We don't have French fries. Every other stand has French fries, everybody around here. And so what do we get? We get people that are asking us, do you have French fries? And we don't have French fries. We have potato wedges. That's if you want to upgrade from the potato chips to potato wedges. If you really are discriminating about how you eat your fried potatoes, all right? Do you want them thin or do you want them thick? And do you want to... Oh, yeah. No, I've been... Here, I'm going to have you... Pretend, somebody pretend to be a customer, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do exactly what I do. What I, okay, you be a customer. Well, that's the number four. Potato wedges or chips or drink? It's got chips and a drink, dude. Oh, okay. What do you got to drink? They're over there. Can you fill my cup? I don't know what, I don't know, huh? We'll get back to that, all right? You'll notice, you'll notice my technique, my technique of dealing with the customer is never look them in the fucking eye. Never look them in the eye. I'm looking at the register. I'll look off of the background. I'll look over there, I'll look over here. I never look them in the eye because if, I look, if they look into my eye, they will see the seething hate. And I, and I can't, I can't, I can't spell. Now, here's how you snap that spell, all right? Because it, I've told this to people, too. If you ever do come to What the Cluck, there's two people that will snap me out of my anger. Ones. That's one is if you've seen me do stand-up comedy. And, and I tell there was a girl today, and she works at the mall, and she was such a sweetheart because she knew, she, she came up, and she made her order, and she, and she called me Dave. And I'm like, how, or no, she said, so do you have any shows coming up anywhere? I'm like, 
how do you know? I'm like, how do you know I do stand-up comedy? She goes, oh, I saw you at, uh, there was like a local open mic that I hosted for at this really cool coffee shop. And I said, you've seen me do stand-up. She goes, yeah. And I'm like, you need to say that next time. <laughs> you need to say that next time because now you have a special place in my heart. <laughs> right? I don't treat you like the rest of these fucking mutants. When you, when you, you got to tell me that ahead of time. I might even give you a fat discount. Just, just do that or, so, you know, whatever. And the other people are people in recovery because anybody uh, who knows me for any length of time, I, I've now three years clean and sober. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for those who applauded. Uh, uh, I always love that applause because it's been a boring three fucking years. Uh, in case you haven't noticed, I still hang out with people getting high. All right. Just I don't get high with you, I, you know, a little vicariously through. But no, it's cool. It's actually, it's one of the things that's been, uh, it's allowed me to be, I, I don't, that's a joke. It hasn't been boring at all. Uh, I've just learned what an asshole I am when I'm sober. Uh, and I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to get better. It's like, because no, I was even more of an asshole when I got high and stuff. And, uh, but, uh, but no, and I don't, I don't judge. I, I went on a trip with, it was funny. I was on a trip with some comedians. Uh, you, might, you saw one of them earlier uh, at the open mic where he was, I don't know if he went up. Keith, yeah, Keith D'Souza. Yeah, his new catchphrase is, you all think you're better than me? And I was, yeah, you got to know him. Um, but he, uh, on the way up there, I was I was funny because my if my recovery friends if my recovery friends if any of them saw this like trip they all of them would get all weirded out. It's like I'm fine. I I work a strong recovery program, so I I don't trip on anybody drinking or getting high around me. But it was interesting to get started off right on the on the ride out to Humboldt Humboldt with this like you know. So Dave, man, you you, you cool? You go? Is it cool? It's cool that we're smoking weed around. I'm like, yeah, man. It's fine. It's like, okay, so you're cool, right? Right? So yeah, this doesn't bother you, nothing? That, that's like, we're all right, we're all right. I'm like, if it makes you drive better, you're good, man. I'm like, just, just get us there. Like, all right, man. No, we're just checking. We just want to make sure. We just want to, you know, I, I just, you know, this isn't going to trigger you or anything. Like, I work, I work a strong program. It's cool. It's cool. So, but yeah, man, and, and that's, you know, so it's been able, so that's, that's when I'm a nice person to the customers, because yeah, I love you guys right now, you're a de facto uh, stand-up comedy audience, feeding anybody's delusion on this stage <laughs> and being a stand-up comedian, okay? But when you are across the counter from me at What the Cluck, you're my mortal fucking enemy. <laughs> you are a customer. I have no, no sympathy, patience, or love for you whatsoever. Uh, it's it's cheap shit. I mean, it, here's what she, here's what actually you know what my fucking the, the owner does. Her secret recipes are mostly just mixing up other sauces together. Like like you know like the barbecue sauce is just some is like masterpiece mixed with some some honey mustard and it, like it's all just mixing shit up and trying to pass it off like yeah it's an original recipe. I'm like no that's a remix. <laughs> and I'm like mm, it's bullshit. No it, it, and um that's what she does and whatever it, it's. I don't know, so yeah, and I so yeah, I didn't get to the number five. The number five is a sandwich, a big or a little, and they just call it big or little. And there's a picture of a sandwich on the, in the fucking picture, and still people will ask, well, "What's the big or the little?" And I'm like, "It's a sandwich. It's just it's a sandwich, man." And then that's the thing. And then they'll ask me, "What's good here?" And I'm like, I, "You're asking the wrong guy. I got. I'm kind of. If I, I mean, I, I'll tell you what's good here. Charlie's cheesesteak right next door." <laughs> They have, you know, I don't even like, I don't even like cheesesteaks. I'm just like, they got more employees and they can get your shit. 
and I, I'm, I'm, you know, I gotta cut a lot more chicken in the back, man. So it's, uh, it's just one of those things. It's just one of those things. So I, I've been, uh, I've been, I, so it's just been a trying week, just because it's Christmas week. It's almost over. I got one more fucking day. And, uh, uh, Christmas, and then hopefully it'll be back to the dead fucking mall it'll be on Tuesday. And, uh, and that's the thing. I know it's a dead mall because there's other services that are offered in the mall, and this is getting back to that cup offer you're talking about. Um, as you can tell, like I, you know, I'm serious about my... I, I take my dump seriously, all right? And I don't know if you can tell by looking at me, but I'm, I'm an employee who firmly believes in taking a dump on company time. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Mo. Right on, man. Yeah. Any of us, man, you clock in, take a shit. That's right. On the boss's dime, as I say. So it's so I, I uh, so it's 9:30 a.m. Mall opens at 10 normally, and uh, so I'm I'm in the men's room at the food court. I'm in stall number three. There's somebody in stall number one, and there's somebody taking a piss. And also, I'm uncomfortable when people are talking in the bathroom, so I don't pay attention. And uh, and stall number one and the pisser were talking. I, and I, they might have been talking in Spanish. I don't know. I don't. I don't pay attention. And so I'm, I mind my business while I'm doing my business. And the pisser leaves. And then I kind of got a hint of what was going on because then stall number one speaks up and says this: "Hello." I'm not gonna fucking answer. I'm the only other guy in the bathroom. And uh, stall number one was persistent. He said, "I know you're over there." <laughs> I said, "Hello." <laughs> I was like, can I, can I talk to you later, man? I'm kind of busy. And uh, I'll never forget what he said next. He said, do you want a blowjob? Yeah. I said, not right now, man. Uh, it's 9.30 a.m. I got to open up what the cluck by 10. It takes me a long, <laughs> takes me a long time to come. And, I don't, I, and that's in private, all right? Now we're in a public restroom. I'm not a, not a fan of combining my blowjobs and dumps either into the Blumpkin, as we all know. Not a fan. Never tried it. Never wanted to. No, not a desire. Uh, and then, uh, and also, I don't even know what the protocol would be. It's like, do you go to my stall? Do I go to yours? You know, that question I, I provokes more questions than anything else. And it's just that, and it was 9:30, man. It was just too much on my mind. But. If you guys do come to Wet the Cluck and you show up early and it's like 9 a.m. and you're like, man, can a motherfucker get an anonymous blowjob in this town before 10 a.m.? <laughs> Men's room, food court, stall number one. Tell them Mean Dave sent you. You'll get a discount. So there you go. Man. The mall discount. That's what they said. There you go, man. I love it. What did you apologize? Or you were saying you were uh, you were you, you you whispered to me something about you laughing. Never apologize for laughing, man. God damn it! Especially at a comedy show. It was just like I was over laughing. No, you were not. Oh, look at this. You believe that anything? All right, anything you've been doing tonight that he's laughed at, you can just mark off your fucking list. All right. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Where did your southern accent come from now? All of a sudden. <laughs> Laughter's an involuntary response. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's a wonderful oh, I'm feeling. I, I'm dead. No, no. I'm dead inside. I can't laugh anymore. I know. I know. I laugh when. I no. I'm. No. I. I get. 
I love, I love that, man. I, I love performing stand-up comedy. I don't always love stand-up comedy. I would say, like, I love it at the, I love moments like this where people are like, no. Then that's beautiful, man. We always need, you know what? That's the thing, man. You know, produce a show, all right? Because here's the thing. I love producers of comedy shows who don't perform stand-up comedy shows who love comedy. Because uh, those are some of my favorite. Kiko Breeze, uh, you know him. He's one of those guys. And there's, there's not many of them because everybody always is trying to get somewhere in stand-up comedy and all that. I'm just, I just want to get home in time to make it to the bus. And bus stops running at midnight. And that's, that's all I, that's all I got to make sure of. Otherwise, I'm walking for two hours from the BART station. And, uh, but I don't mind walking, because if I look like Jesus, might as well walk like Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Always, always, you know. That's right. And the people who, and the people who killed him. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. Oh, it was Adam. I'm pretty sure Adam was involved. I can just, you know. I was not with him. Uh-huh. <laughs> I always, that's such a, it's like, you know what, Jesus, he's a, he was an asshole, I'm sure. Like, you know, he's one of those people that's like, yeah, you know what, he's a human being. It means he's got some flaws. We all deserve to die, all right? He just, and he, he's the one who's most remembered for dying. So, hey, you know, you can't, can't be uh, that mad about it. Um, there's nothing funny about that. I don't really care. <laughs> Whatever. I'm I'm baptized Catholic, but it doesn't matter. I I'm not I I don't believe in fairy tales. Uh, it's one of those one of those things. Um I respect my grandparents, but they're dead now. So that's that. You know, not, nothing more. Last one, actually my my uh my my last of my immediate grandparents died on election day. And he was pissed off. He was. He, we were, it was funny because he was pissed off at the election, and he he didn't want to stick around for the outcome. <laughs> so so uh, so my my uncles and my aunts all had a laugh. They were like, "Trump killed Pop." And that's so I was. I thought it was great. Best excuse. Uh, I was. Um, I'm like, thanks, Grandpa. He was a funny dude too. He he was. It was cool because he was he was pretty deaf uh, in his later years, but he would still talk. He would still ask you questions. And then my favorite thing, I could tell, he's like, he would ask you a question and then sit there and stare at you and wait to see how long you were going to talk to him before you realized he couldn't hear anything you were saying. <laughs> and like sitting there and like, you're having fun talking, aren't you? Like, like, that's, that's my grandpa right there, man. Consummate wise ass. But um, how, how late we're going? Are we almost done? Fuck yeah! Oh, that's fine. No, no, it's been, a, it's been. This is this is a wonderful room. This is one of the places where I got to uh, perform at a lot during some tough times. And Pam is always one of the things that's great about Pam. She gives you guys a place. Uh, keep please keep supporting this place because you know we keep hearing about all so many fucking venues and and now my buddies are getting kicked out of their lofts because of you know one tragedy and and i was like as soon as i saw that i'm like i, I was around during the great white fire at that club and when that, when that happened it's like yeah they go they do this they do this witch hunt right huh burning mullet burning mullet the great white one yeah yeah is that what you call it the burning mullet it's it's all right it's been enough time we can make fun of that tragedy <laughs> so fuck those guys man Cause they kept touring after that shit, man. I'm like, it's like, well, we're gonna great white carries on once bitten, twice shy. They didn't even write that song. They, they didn't write that song. They're most famous for a cover. Um, but yeah, anyways. But no, and then yeah. So this soon as soon as this shit happened, I'm like, 
fuck. They're going to go after all of the lofts, all of the things. And then we're here about venues. Brainwash is, is dealing with, uh, you know, saying their business has been slow or whatever. But this place still survives a whole lot of shit. And it's because of Pam. And, and, and man, and all the support here. I'm looking forward to Mutiny Radio Festival this year because that's, that's the only festival I apply to. You know, it's the only one I do because it's because uh, I, I like the I just like hanging out and I know I'll probably get paid in another weed treat that'll come in handy down the road. Got to pay for rides, man. Got it. Yeah. You know, it helps for the rides to the North Bay. Um, but yeah, but um, but no, it's, and like I said, man, it's uh, and I and I uh, again, this is also one of my favorite havens that I've ever got. You know, it's like I had a lot of good times. Uh, uh, partying with people and all that, and I still like how, coming by here and hanging out with people and all that, and that just that's cool because it's uh, one of the things I was worried about when when I got sober. I'm like, am I gonna not be able to hang out with the people with friends that I I had beforehand or whatever? And some I had to kind of put on hold, but uh, but I still get to hang out with all those people. I I don't know because like I had the kinds of friends. I don't know about you guys that would always play pr- my friends play pranks a lot. Um, some you know classic pranks. You pass out, they draw a dick on your face. And uh, some will pull a live penis out, take a picture of your passed out face, and look a passed out pleasure, take that picture and post it on Facebook or Instagram, mm-hmm. and all your friends will click like. And, uh, but my friends thought it was funny when I passed out to bury me alive. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. In, Jeru- in Jerusalem. <laughs> Yeah, it's an expensive prank. It's, a, it's an expensive prank. But it is well worth the money when you're burying a dude who looks like the most famous motherfucker who came back to life in that part of the world. Because it really freaks people the fuck out when they see you digging yourself up at 3 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon. They don't know whether to shoot, stone or shoot you depending on your, their level of access to technology in that part of the world. And thank God they didn't have nails and a cross. Because that grudge runs deep still with some people, so... Um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I really enjoyed this show, and you guys were all wonderful. Thank you very much for sticking around. And come to What the Cluck, and I, I'm pretty sure I'll remember all of you if you come to What the Cluck. So, thank you. Cluck the fuck off. Have a wonderful night. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for being here on Paramtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. Uh, happy holidays. Uh, if you have a cat, love your cat. Right? If you have a cat, pet your cat for me. Like, really get close with your cat and just like whisper in its ear, Pam loves you. Like, because I love all cats. It's Are true. You, anyone got an extra cat that could use a new one? He needs, if you've got new cats, we're going to. We should do a thing at Mutiny where I should actually get the SPCA to come here with many, many cats. But the problem is that I would go home with 13 cats, and I don't think that's a good idea. Although, don't you think we could have at least two cats in this space? Like, like remember, remember bookstores? Bookstores used to have cats, right? And there was a bookstore cat. Why couldn't there be like a mutiny cat? I just like, where do we put the litter box? I don't. There's the, these, it's the logistics that get confusing. Thank you guys for being here. Everyone have a good night. Thanks to Zunzu. Clap for Zunzu running the ones and twos. Thank you. Yay. All right. Good night, everybody.
tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Want to go to Burning Man, but you don't have the right goggles, costume, or attitude? Visit 20 Mission Hive at 2415 Mission Street between 20th and 21st in the heart of the Mission District. Easily accessible by BART, this collective of unique artists and vendors has eclectic handmade clothing, leatherwork, artisan jewelry, antiques, crystals, and there's even an amazing florist. Whisper pirate ship to your 20 Mission High vendor for a special 10% discount on the coolest, most original items in San Francisco. That's 20 Mission Hive with eight vendors and like them on Facebook at 20 Mission Hive. 20 Mission High for awesome events and updates. The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk come together with music from around the world with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. 
In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Well, hey there, San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini, and creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? Then get them! And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all 